time. Welcome to a terrible podcast. Wait a second. I had to start Wait a second. Wait. You did that? You just came up with that? Yeah, just oh now on the God. spot. I'm He's really... too good, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just kidding, guys. It's a horrible podcast. Yeah, it is. Um, and we're here to talk about the terror. Should we first introduce our guests? We nope. haven't really figured nope. out the nope. system yet. Hello. Nope. Just, there's gonna, you're going to hear a third voice. Ignore it. It's Chance's conscience. It's, it's me, Paige, and my inner demons. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but in actuality, this is Aaron Bicart. Hi. Hi. Aaron, uh, give us your, uh, uh, summarize you in three sentences. <laughs> in three sentences, I went to college with Paige and Chance. Well, I love that that's the first that's sentence. That's the first sentence. Of that's any, a great sentence. Anytime you're going to introduce yourself, that's the first well, thing you Well, because say. honestly, if that wasn't the case, I would not be here. Um, Ouch. <laughs> not a fan of the pod. Not a fan of the pod. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. not, not a big fan, but uh, a big fan of YouTube. <laughs> He's honest. Oh, hey, that's and nice. so I went to college with y'all, too. I studied film, but I don't do that anymore. You do. Um, Just not for your job. Sure. I don't okay. know. I guess you I still answer. watch a lot of movies. Yeah, you still like a film buff. So yeah. I love watching TV, and because I'm the big TV guy, I've managed to trick Paige and Chance into watching a TV show for their podcast about horror movies this time. He convinced us. Yeah, yeah he did. This so is the first we time watched, watched AMC's The Terror, which you have to put the network in there. So the they, Terror. Yeah. So that we give them some respect. Respect. Um, and it's really good. And I've seen all of it, and I'm going to try very, very hard not to spoil anything. Eric, yeah. you... you You've done a thing here. You, you've hooked me on this show, but now if you spoil something, I'm throwing you out the window. Like... Mm. You'll be. I think you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. But if you're not, I'll so we watched window. the first two episodes of The Terror because, according to Aaron, they were released together. Yes. Well, so the show kind of had a weird distribution in the way that a lot of shows these days have really weird distribution mm-hmm. because the show itself was airing on AMC every Monday night, but at the same time they would drop the episodes online. Like right at the same time, and they were dropping on Amazon beforehand. Oh, so weird. I don't think that happened with the pilot. So the first two, the reason we watched the first two is because they aired together uh, on the first Monday night. Gotcha. The, and were released online together, and that's when I watched them. But the rest of the episodes came out each Monday. But then, like halfway through the season, I like kind of was reading in about the show. And you could have bought, like, all of them on Amazon by, like, week three. Interesting. I guess because it's an really English weird. show, right? No, oh, it's, no, no, it's, I mean, it's a- AMC. AMC. AMC didn't just buy it to, no. for American television? No, they, television? they developed for, it for it. AMC. Huh. Yeah. I Which think it's really just a, a sign of the times, honestly, because mm-hmm. I'm seeing, uh, uh, what the fuck show was on? Oh, We Can Cuss? Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! Ass. Yeah, I think I just. Yeah, our pod is explicit. Totally maxed out the mic when I said that. That's fine. Love it. I I put clip limiter things. Yeah, don't you worry. He clip he clip limits. I clip I clip I clip limit the things. Do you edit the podcast? Nope. I don't. I don't cut anything out. So I do have to be careful. about Completely going insane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. No one's ever said anything that we talked about this with Ross. Yeah, our two other guests haven't said anything. Yeah. No one's said anything that i've had to cut it out yet right. um the english as a species are wrong 
We learned that today. We did. We did. Um, The English as their own separate species. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll be taking a nice visit next week. That's right. So this is a nice little. It was a nice little precursor. You're gonna visit 1840s England. England. You're used to the accents now. You'll be fine. It was funny because they would say something. They'd say like Lieutenant or something like that, and Paige would repeat them, and I just (laughs) I I couldn't help but think that that was gonna be me. Next week, and it's that's going to be an impulse I'm going to have to hide because I'm a mimic. It's what I do. When yeah. I hear people say things in an interesting or different way, I repeat it, not to make fun of. Mm-hmm. I just have to be careful. Sometimes I, I just need to feel the words in my mouth. Yeah, that's exactly. why I do it. I'm yeah. like, How yeah. do, that, what is this word? <laughs> well, my yeah. favorite part of watching this show, I didn't watch it with subtitles on when I first mm-hmm. watched it. I was just listening very intently to understand <laughs> their weird accents and like how quietly they speak. Um, but watching it with subtitles, you see how many words are spelled one way, and they they're just like, no, I'm not fucking saying yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah, lieutenant is a very it's, good one. They say it's lieutenant. Lieutenant, it's like pops up at the bottom, like lieutenant, and you're like, ah, he's about to say lieutenant. What the <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> what? Yes, it uh, was uh, helpful and confusing at the yeah. same time. I, I gotta I gotta have me some subtitles on these British yeah, shows, though. I can't nice. like. My, my ear just can't discern accents too well. Do you yeah. want to hear some of my favorite subtitle moments? I wrote them down. I Hell do. Yeah. Um, my favorites, all of the favorite. this is a new segment called Paige's Favorite Subtitle Moments. Paige's Favorite. <laughs> da, da, da. All of these were, um, none of them were dialogue. They were all actions, because this show lo- loves to describe yeah, a yeah. noise. Um, so one was... Ship's timbers groan. <laughs> oh, in the you know the, the sounds pop up in the brackets mm, in the brackets. Hold on, can we try foleying some of these sounds? Yeah. Right okay. Now? So, how do you think ship's timbers groan sounds? <laughs> you sound like Sorry. a couple of old men. That's exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. Those are the timbers. Right, the next one, my old bones. The next one is body part clatters in tray. <laughs> God, how does that sound? Wait, on that it sounds so much better than I'm sure it sounded. On the really? Sh- on yeah. the Chance show, just flopped his arm onto the desk. That was what that was. On the show, that scene was them tossing a rib cage uh-huh. into a bin. Ooh. It was this gnarly. Oh, we'll get to it, but it was this gnarly thing, and then he pulled out what just looked like a rack of ribs, and I yeah. almost—I wanted. To, I mean, it really it was. was a rack of ribs. Yeah. But I was well, like, mm, tasty. Yeah, Paige was hungry immediately. Paige was like, yum. Um, this is my favorite. Uh, because now I'm excited to hear you guys do it. Whoops joyfully. Woo! <laughs> followed by, followed totally by so. joyful whooping. Woo! Oh! <laughs> Just Those a wolf howl. Yeah. Immediately after one another. That's yeah. great. Thank you guys. Oh, and that so concludes welcome. my segment of Paige, Paige's favorite subtitle moments. <laughs> Alright, that's fun. Um, let's get to, let's break down this, this sucker. What's the terror about? So, the show is about uh, the this group of English explorers and their search for the Northwest Passage. So the no. Northwest Passage of course. was this... I wrote down what I didn't know what they were looking for. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, the Northwest Passage was this kind of, um, it, almost a myth that the was like the Holy Grail. Eh, Holy Grail is a strong word. It was the last remaining... Um, searchable thing once they had discovered america basically Mm. they were like okay we know what america looks like we've gone around like the world we've gone around like south america cape horn all that stuff so what we want what they all were looking for 
was what Columbus was originally looking for, which was a way to get from England or Spain to China super fast so you could trade spices. I remember that now. That's what they were looking for. High school history class. Yeah. So they tried doing it through the Hudson and, and getting stuck in the in the Great Lakes, and they tried doing it way north. And this was like they were convinced, okay, if we just go far enough north, we will be able to just sail right on through. Mm. And so these ships were outfitted like with particular icebreakers and they had propellers and steam engines. So this was the first time that they were like, We can do this. Uh, and as you learn in the show, they super couldn't. And so this super is a couldn't. real story. Um, it's based no. on... Yeah, it is. I mean... Well, hold on. Well, hold okay. on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is a real story in that a pair of ships, the Terror and the Erebus, went off to search for the Northwest Passage. They were the last ships to go search for the Northwest Passage. They got lost, disappeared, all the men never found again. Whoa. So that is a spoiler. All these dudes <laughs> are dead. But, I mean, it's 1888. I mean, we learned that right in the ago. beginning, right? Isn't that what yes, it says in the much, title? Yeah. This, this series opens up with um, some guys talking to an Inuit man that they found. And they're like, hey, um, you seen our boys? And they're like, uh, no, they're super dead. But even before that, it, the title was like, in 1845, these people disappeared. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. The little title card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think sure. they said that yeah. right, so, right off the bat. So, so not a spoily. Anyway, they are uh, searching for the Northwest Passage. The In real life, they never found it. These people all disappeared. Um, later, scientists have like gone back and searched for them and found like bones that have been chewed on. They're like, oh, these dudes like resorted to cannibalism. Uh, that's a bummer. Um, and there were expeditions after them that found some of them. I don't know. I saw like, that rib cage and was like, mm-mm-mm. Mm, <laughs> Paige would have been the first <laughs> to eat a man. Um, wouldn't have even taken long. So they found uh, evidence that these guys were cannibals, but we don't really know what happened to them. I mean, we can presume that they went and walked around and died. Like the Donner Party? Yes. Okay. But what this show is based on is a book that was kind of a fictionalized account of this these men's last years uh, that included some uh, spookiness. We got a little little taste of some. Got spookiness. a little bit of spookiness. The spookiness doesn't um, drive the story. I don't no, know. and that's not a bad. Not, thing. No, not a criticism. Just an observation. Yeah, um, Paige's whole mo. Not a criticism. Nice. Just an observation. To each their own. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was a good show. So yeah. we've got these, we've got these two ships and they like, the, the first time wise, it jumps pretty quick, like around yeah. in the first yeah. like Sorry. episode. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 that's totally okay. Uh, it's really interesting because the first episode and like the first four episodes, I think make a lot of use of flashbacks to before the expedition, mm-hmm. um, which I think is the weakest part of the story mm-hmm. is they flashback to some, you saw a little bit of it in this episode where like the drama of like Francis, who's one of the captains really wanted to get married to this woman who was like Freaking tangentially related. It. It's yeah. just yeah. so don't much drama. I think they just, it. honestly, I think now that I know nothing really comes of that, I think they just added it to get away from the ice in the ships for a hot sec. There's a couple reasons why it's useful. Okay. I think the number one best way it's used is in the first episode, mm-hmm. which I guess we were, do we want to wait and talk about the end of the first episode later? No, I mean, might as well. You, yeah. So Follow the your heart. end of the first episode is my favorite scene in the whole show because we get the, uh, the captain has essentially, they've made a tough decision. 
one of the captains was like, hey guys, we should go south because if we get frozen in here, we're screwed forever. Mm -hmm. And the other captain and everyone else is like, no dude, that's being a... a, that's being weak sauce. Weak so sauce. let's uh, let's not nice do that. Save. Let's just keep going. And if we just keep going, we'll find the Northwest Passage, and it'll yeah. be perfect. Yeah. And like that's what we're here they to do. They were so optimistic. So they then. were very proud. It was mm. a, like he calls it in that scene. He, it's an act of hubris if we do this. And what they did beautifully at the end of the episode, when they realize the captain comes out and he realizes that they are stuck, just like this guy said. They went to try and find the Northwest Passage. They got stuck. And it was an act of hubris. And they intercut this scene of him looking at this big expanse of ice that they're frozen into with this scene that they had done a little bit of earlier with the captains attending a play that was Mm -hmm. celebrating their earlier expedition. And so you see them. They're celebrating this earlier expedition. And the end of the show... Uh, they reach the end of the show, and uh, everyone applauds, stands up and applauds for the captains of the expedition. Now, these captains, this, uh, this the the show they went to see or whatever, mm-hmm. this is pre the terror. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Just this is sure. because these I, guys had already done one Arctic expedition. Right. Right. So these guys did an Arctic expedition. It was very dangerous. A lot of people died. They survived, and now they're attending this play of everyone being like. You Good discovered job. this, yeah, yeah. You discovered this part of the Arctic. Congratulations, we love you. Man. And you see them drinking in this praise, and you see him like, ah, oh, I do kind of enjoy this applause. Uh-huh. I really do dig this. And you intercut that moment of him like kind of getting filled up with this with this adoration, with him having made this decision from his pride, and now he's looking at the results of it. Is this big expanse of ice that he's stuck in? And it just hits home just yeah. how much he let this get into his head and mm-hmm. how doomed they are because he made this choice and what led to it. It's really cool. They do love intercutting a couple scenes. Yeah, they man. They do that a lot. Is that, there, is, yeah, I mean, in that second know. episode, they do that whole thing where um, uh, it's the man diving and then the... Is it the second episode? That was with the, the first autopsy? one. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, You're forgiven. But the, they do it a couple uh, times. We watched them back to back. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, they do the autopsy... Uh, uh, juxtaposed with the diving scene, which is just fun. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to remove some ice from the propeller so they can keep on trucking. Uh, <laughs> and then another guy died, and they're doing a little autopsy on him. Oh, oh yeah. man, they get in there with that bone saw. That's where, then, we, that's where we hear the body part, uh, uh, holy sound. Yeah, this show, Aaron said at the beginning, he's like, just so you guys know, it's not that scary. And it's really, it's not, there's a couple moments that are like, ooh, freaky. But this show, more than anything, is so unsettling yeah every the whole time i was like what why am i so uncomfortable watching this like Mm -hmm. it it was driving me crazy and it's just you you aren't you can't get comfortable they they do a good job of like making it feel like pretty fucking hopeless like pretty just like and i mean just all uh, the details like even the the ice on the water was triggering my like mm -hmm. trypophobia or whatever like all the ice caps like every little thing was just so every like conversation they had, they would cut just half a second too early right. from like between mm-hmm. them. Like keeps you on your toes. Every, the one oh, the part that I first noticed was when um, the, it was the people on the ship, and the ship was rocking back and forth, but the camera wasn't moving. In reality, the mm-hmm. camera was going back and forth, and they weren't moving. But yeah. it was so 
I don't know. It was something about it that like removes you from the people that made it really. Yeah, it's just it's tough real to good. Watch. I think my favorite things are one is the intercutting. Like every time there's a tense because the scenes that they have that are tense, almost all of them do not result in anything particularly bad happening. Like that autopsy, literally nothing happens. Yeah. It's just an autopsy, and it's just kind of icky that they're touching but this much of his body, so and that uh, when he's diving when the guy's diving underneath the the water uh, a dead body floats up towards them but nothing ends up happening from that yeah. but just because those two are intercut together you're building these tension off of each other and you're waiting for something to go horribly wrong yeah totally and i think what that's what the whole show is about is waiting because you know they know that you know hypothetically if you've if you've know anything about this story you know everybody's gonna die right yeah. so you're waiting for something bad to happen and you know you're watching a horror movie, so you're waiting for something bad to happen. And so they, they did a great job of playing off of your expectations and just making you sit and wait for the bad to happen. Because mm-hmm. it could happen at any time. And yeah. not in like a jump scary kind of way. Yeah. Just the whole time you're sort of on edge. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then when it, something does appear and nothing happens, it's like, it's just unsettling. That's it really the only is, word yeah. I could think to describe it. And watching it again, I think what they did a masterful job of is the first spooky thing that happens is the guy getting sick yeah the f- so it's like five eight minutes in and we haven't seen anything remotely scary yet nope just dudes and on a ship being dudes all of a sudden what you call boys on a ship bo- in ice boys, boys on, on ships in ice. ice but all boys of a sudden so they were cross-cutting again in that they were cutting between these guys having a conversation about a dog mm-hmm. they're having a conversation about these uh about this dog on the ship and they're having uh a group of guys on top of the ship who were looking for something in the distance. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was, these guys were sitting at a table like, like oh, man, I hate having this dog. And these other guys who were like, what's that there? And like, that's it. There's, yeah. not, there's not that much there. But because they're cutting between these two, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, what are these guys looking something's at? Something's in the distance. Something's going on with the dog. It's like a, and then these they, guys, it's like a magician. Where they're like, oh, look over here, look at this thing, and then the yeah. illusion happens. Well, oh, you know? actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, we're wrong. They were intercutting. That was when he was getting, that's when he was hallucinating. That's when they were intercutting the thing. Um, what, I don't remember. When they were having, so let me run this all back. Sure. They're having that conversation. About the dog. About the dog. And out of nowhere, mm-hmm. the guy coughs. Blood comes out, mm-hmm. and then just horrific amounts of blood are coming out of him. They lay him and on they the get table. It was really very close. alien. Yeah, they get they lay him on the table. There, there's blood all over yeah. his face. It's horrifying, and so that came out of nowhere. And so now, as a viewer, you're sitting there going, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. Eight minutes in, we're just talking about a dog, and all of a sudden, all hell is broken loose. I don't know when this could happen again. Yeah, exactly. And that's where. Two scenes later, when they're intercutting between this kid laying in bed sick and these guys standing on top of the boat going, hey, what's that out there? Mm-hmm. That's where the tension comes back because you're like, I just saw this thing a couple minutes ago that was really freaky. And the scene of him laying in bed, spooked out. And with the doctor. And the doctor's with the doctor, a ghost appears. A doctor's office we get on the one ghost. That we don't know what the hell that was. It's just an yeah, old man. Yeah, that was man. scary. He's literally, he's laying in bed. He's sick as a dog. Oh, did not mean to make that <laughs> joke. He's laying in bed. And uh, it's just like a, 
I, I don't even... It was almost like It Follows, where it just cuts to... A couple of the scares reminded me of It Follows. Yeah. But I think this did what It Follows was trying to do. I'm not a big It Follows fan. But <laughs> it just kind of cuts to this guy standing almost at the foot of his bed. with this, like, ghostly man. And, yeah, that was kind of... That was the, and so that was really spooky. Right. But what they were cutting to, the shot of the guys looking out over the boat, mm-hmm. we see in the next scene what they were looking at. Do you remember what it was? No. It was a snowstorm. Mm. They were just like, oh no, it's going to snow. Yeah. And so you get this juxtaposition of like, this one of the spookiest things in the episode is a ghost appearing. And on the other end, you get these guys who are just like, uh-oh, snowstorm. Shit. If you described that to me, I would be pissed. I would be so out of it. I'd be like, no, this scary thing's happening. I want to focus on that. I want to, don't yeah. take me out of it with this dumb snowstorm. But the way they did it was... Was, was masterful. And you know what the other side of that is? Mm. You know who their real enemy is? It's not the ghost. Who's real enemy? It's the snowstorm. Snow Yo, you thought yeah. I was talking about how the snowstorm wasn't scary. It's scary. No, it is. Because it, it's freaky. And this, more than anything, if I was scared of, like, open ocean or open, like, land or whatever, this would be, freak me out so bad. Those shots of the land. Like, when they reach land, like, the, one of the seminal moments of episode two is these guys are out looking for leads which is like a weak spot in the ice that they can carve into and start moving their boats along because they, they're stuck they are yeah frozen they, they get in stuck place. as hell yeah um when they one of these groups goes out and they reach land and they're like eh, hey that's when you get the joyful whooping they reach land what does land look like just this <laughs> well, big land. expanse of tiny rocks i'm like yeah barren it looks it's just the sea again but with rocks like when and then when they were walking on it just like the sounds that land made it's not just like how land should sound it was all like cracky and like sterile and reminds you of the ice exactly it's pretty much exactly like the ice oh it's good like you Um, couldn't you couldn't grow like a fucking like a plant in that area it's so it's no. just as good as the ice and you don't see anything either there's no green in this no. whole episode no it's blue and white and brown it is everything uh mad eye moody's in it mm-hmm. he's the he's the captain of the terror <laughs> he's bay he him. looks younger in this than he did in harry potter i guess he was supposed to but yeah. i was like dang okay he's yeah. great what up, mad eye? i love him in edge of tomorrow Do we know his real name uh, James Anyone? something, I think. James. I had it a, a minute ago when we were walking. Should I look it up while y'all talk about something sure. else? Sure. Um, well, how's he, your day going? Uh, <laughs> he was great. Uh, I have a note here that I think is very important to the entire process. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sideburns. There's yeah. so many sideburns, so many mutton chops. I had trouble telling some characters apart. Because yeah, because of, of that. They could have used that to their advantage, almost like uh, wine charms, if you will. You know, the guy with the mustache, the guy with the soul patch, the guy with the mutton chops. <laughs> I am just... But they did not... Uh, His name really is Jared that. Harris. Jared Harris. Jared Harris. That's a great name. It rhymes. Yeah. Jared. Did he play Moriarty in Game of Shadows? He... What is Game of Shadows, Jared? This, it's Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows. That's right. That's right. That's right. You did say that. We talked about that. Um, y'all? What? I don't see... Sherlock Holmes song? So no, Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows. He was Moriarty. Yeah. Is I he don't. Is this not? Is he not Mad Eye? I don't think he's Mad Eye. Stop. No, wait, because no I know who Mad Eye is, and I'm so pissed that who I didn't is even he? think it's Brendan Gleeson, Donal Gleeson's father. Mad. He looks Eye so Moody. much look very, like they Mad look very Eye similar. Moody. They look very similar. We Mad said that at some Brendan point, and everyone just look accepted up Brendan it. Gleeson. 
Oh, yeah, he doesn't look anything. Oh, wow. you just dissed Francis, whatever the no, hell his I did name not. is. Jared Harris? Jared no, I did Harris. not. They do look Jared. alike. That they is so totally funny. Do. We totally just oh. accepted that as the truth. Look, look. And didn't even... You're telling me he doesn't look like Jared Harris in that photo. Look it up. So, wait, no one from Harry Potter is in this show? We don't know that first. No, 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 no. Ciro, the dude who was the sort of, like, uh, the captain talking about getting shot uh, by oh, the Chinese Sir people. James. He is, uh, Siren Hines is his name, and he is in Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part oh, 2. See, I knew there was one. <laughs> yeah, he's a, uh, he is a, a fave character of mine. That's so funny. Um, I'm so glad better. we looked that up now. Yeah. I mean, we should have a million years ago, but... Good thing we have There's a, a spread misinformation on the pod. <laughs> That's what we like to do. There's a, a quote I wrote down, uh, just two words, uh, Bergy bits. Yeah. Bergy bits. I just, yeah. I just what were they referring to? Gotta watch out bits. for those Bergy bits. Iceberg bits. Ber- oh. get, all the, get all the Bergy bits out Berg- of it. That program. was what, oh, that's cute. Yeah, oh, Bergy bits. Bergy bits. That's your new nickname, Chance. Aw, that's also, uh, fans of the pod chance whipped out the podcasting shorts today. Oh, I did. And he always wears those. When <laughs> oh, nice. It's because it's just usually so fucking hot whenever we record. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that doctor was one of my favorite characters, uh, Mr. Good, the good first sir. one, good Mr. Sir. Good sir. Mr. Good Sir. I thought the whole time they were just Jesus. calling him Good Sir. I didn't nope. know that was He's his name. He's a sweetie. We love him. His bedside manner with the dying kid was really good. The one with mutton chops, the the Mm. first one? Okay. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Wine charms, maybe. That hallucination was cool. I I think y'all talked about that while I had to step out for a second. Yeah, they didn't even... What? You stepped out? The listeners didn't didn't even know. Chance had to... Chance, we played that shit off. We played it off like... I knew. Well, what did you want to? I'm curious now that they've heard what we have to say about it. What do you have to say? I thought the hallucination was fucking dope because it was dope already when he was just the creepy guy in the corner, and then when you had that weird fucking twisted like dog wolf mask thing. Talk about the Um, twisted face. That you give me a mask anytime like that, anything culty looking or anything like this. This story really reminds me of like Lovecraft, and like Mm. uh, Lovecraft wrote a lot of stories about like expeditions in like these desolate places. with like a lot of like like hopelessness you know Mm -hmm. um and this just reminds me that sort of vibe he's missing a lot of you know grand old gods but like the idea is still there of like man versus an unstoppable force of nature man versus nature yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah both in the ice and in yeah we didn't even talk about the next time it cuts to the ghosty ghosty guy he's got like a little mask on he honestly Mm -hmm. looked to me, like a one of Floop's Fooglies. That's exactly <laughs> really? what I thought too, because it's just his face kind of twisted kinda up. Kind of twisted, thumb. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But it was weird. It was weird, and it was out of place. Yeah, like it didn't fit in with anything. So far, else. it didn't fit in, and I don't. Which is not a bad thing, honestly. Like, try, I'm, I'm, I don't want to spoil anything. Sure. Yeah. But at the same time, I would need to rewatch the show to really understand where that guy comes back. In, I mean, I would think Intrigue. there's another reason why we see him there that is very different from what you think right there. Okay. And I, that's a little bit of a spoiler. For, I mean, not really. So as the series goes on, you see more people die. That's not really a spoiler. No. We know that's going to happen. And as people die, some episodes, you kind of see what their dying visions are. Mm-hmm. You get a more palpable sense of, like... Because this show really ends up becoming a meditation on death. Mm-hmm. And the... Damn. You get to see a little <laughs> bit of what they see as they die. And I'm thinking as I rewatch this show that maybe that guy 
was more a manifestation of what that kid was seeing as he died as mm-hmm. opposed to like a real thing in the, that yeah, was there. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of gathered in the moment that it was. You'll you'll watch the you'll watch the rest of the show. Yeah, I am. I am curious to see where this could go. How many episodes are in the first season? There's only one season, and it's ten. Right, I knew there was only one. Are they? It's a miniseries. No, it's a miniseries. Good. I hope they leave it alone. They keep doing that with mini. They're like, it's a miniseries, and then they make three more seasons. No, it's it's just a good, solid, complete story. Okay, great. So you have eight more episodes. Okay. And they get wild. They get mm. super wild. They get fucking crazy. They, they just like they all start drinking me. on the boat. They, they have start a playing some diplo. Mom's out of town. <laughs> My best friend TJ's DJ. TJ the DJ. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, My older cousin bought us a keg. Speaking of crazy, y'all see that bear though? The uh, bear on the yeah. Shoulder. Can Don't we talk? So it looked like it was supposed to look like a bear, but it also looked like. Is it a bear? No. Oh, so you'll find no out spoilies. next time on Glee. The Bearer. Dommy. Oh, that was good chance. Did I'm you hear him? Did you guys see me? Thanks, Mom. He thanks. said The Bearer. That's why I said I did. Dommy, because I said The Terror. Welcome like to a Bearerable podcast. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> podcast all about bears. All about... Just... Chance, what's your favorite kind of bear? Um, The Black Bear. Aaron, what's your favorite kind of bear? Uh, The Terror Bear. Now, join us next week for a bear of a <laughs> That's a new segment. Just uh, annihilation. Next week, an, cool an, uh, oh, an interview with a grizzly. Have you seen um, the Bernstein Bears? Yeah. What? Bernstein Bears. I don't think they made a movie of it. Um, they had a TV show. Michael Sarah really? was Michael Sarah was baby the baby one. You're yeah. shitting me. No. Why do you know this? I don't know. Why do I know that? I don't know. My no, head's I, I gotta full see of Paddington the bear. I hear <laughs> good things. I've heard really good things. I have too. Hugh Grant's in the second one. He was he did not age well. I disagree. I think he's a suave Are you man. kidding? I mean, I don't think he's not suave, I don't. Well, I don't think he's ever been as good looking as people thought he was, but really? I don't think he's aged Have you seen badly. music and lyrics? Is that the one, the period piece he's in? No. That's the one with Drew Barrymore, where he plays a former pop oh star. Oh my god, I'm thinking of... <laughs> wait, Hugh... Who? Hugh Grant was in, like, a band in the 80s. Hugh like Dancy is another actor, Hugh right? Hugh Dancy was is the romantic lead in the... Ella Enchanted. Okay. I'm just gonna slip out of the room. Sorry, no, this is. I'll I'll change the subject. You've never seen Ella Enchanted? No. Um, That was the very first time I was really. I I jammed that version of Somebody to Love for a while. Find me somebody to love. Find me. Yeah, when Ella. (laughs) (laughs) You could have kept going (laughs) for 10 minutes. We we were just gonna watch it. I was ready. (laughs) Sorry, Paige. I like blacked out for a second. Where am I? Sorry, guys. I just sang all of Somebody to Love. It's perfectly. Well, yeah, so since you haven't seen it, here's what happens. Um, Elle, uh, played by Anne Hathaway, is held hostage, and not hostage, but she's held by these giants, because she's on the way to break this curse that to makes her say yes to everything. Um, and so then the giants, like, don't want to let her out, and then she, the way she gets out is by singing Somebody Love My Queen. <laughs> Maybe that would help the people on the terror. Yeah. To help them escape the ice. The That's ice is the think, giant. Yeah. Wait, she sings a song? Yes. And that's yeah. like the anyway, climax of the movie? It's not, no, no, no. It's just oh. a moment. It's just a, oh, it's just oh, a good... Okay. You were just sh- describing a scene. A scene, a part okay. of it. She's on this journey. It's the, sorry, I thought you were telling me the whole movie right there. That's the like, whole that's the No, whole I get what, I get what, yeah, yikes. no. That's Ella Enchanted has a very, when she's stuck you know to that tree, it's... Is that the one where she like is in New York and she's like, I thought I was a princess. That's Enchanted. Oh, I'm sorry, I mixed up Enchanted with Ella Enchanted. These are two very distinct movies. Yeah, were you thinking of Princess Diaries? 
No. Or were you thinking of Enchanted? Enchanted? I think it's just. Thinking. I were you mixing them up? <laughs> Enchanted, Ellen Enchanted. Were they, stars, I get. I, I get. have never heard of Ellen. Enchanted. One is Anne Hathaway. I one's know Amy there Adams. was a movie where sure. a princess is like, because I've seen the trailer, where the princess is like in New York City, and she's like, "What James is Marston's going on?" Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Amy I just Adams. Saw the I've been yeah. dreaming. Of yeah, that's. Kids. You're thinking of Enchanted. Ella yeah. Enchanted is about Anne Hathaway, and she is given a curse. It's not a curse. It's supposed to be a gift at birth where she can't say no to anything. Whatever you tell her to do, she has to do. Gift my ass. I know. No. No. <laughs> she, it's, uh, what's her name? The actress. She goes, I give you the gift of obedience. <laughs> and then the baby's like, uh, stop crying. Who is that one? <sighs> She's gorgeous. Yeah. What is her name? You'd know her if you saw her. Um, anyway. How many princess movies do y'all know, like, indexically? Like, uh, a lot. A lot. Too many. Yeah. No, there's no such thing. I mean, we got the Disney canon. Yeah, that's pretty much that's most of it. You throw on um, Anastasia. Enchanted Anastasia is great. Ella Enchanted. Enchanted. Princess Diaries. Um, if you count the Kingdom Hearts games, those actually. I mean, spoiler because Ella doesn't start off I mean, princess. Yeah, she doesn't. Ooh. Spoiler for Ella Enchanted. Spoiler. She alert. starts off just like a normal friggin' girl. So y'all are really telling me there is an Enchanted and an Ella Enchanted. <laughs> yeah. yes. Enchanted came out like ten they, years before. I mean, uh, Ella Enchanted came out like ten years before Enchanted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ella Enchanted was one of the first big, real big star vehicles for Miss Anne Hathaway. Yeah, think, it was after. like the first thing she really? did after Princess Diaries. Was right after Princess. Diaries. Yeah. So she, she went from princess that. movie to princess movie? And then to like Rachel getting married. She made like a dramatic change yeah. after that. And then Dark Knight Rises. And, uh, Devil Wears Prada is before that. that. That is true. She's Devil's, really good in yeah. Devil Wears Prada. Oh, uh, Love and Other Drugs. We skipped that one. How many Anne Hathaway movies can we name? Welcome to the Anne Hathaway podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad Paige enjoyed that. Paige has a long history what? of being the only one to enjoy my horrible jokes. <laughs> Aaron is funnier than anyone gives him credit for. This kid makes me laugh so hard. I don't know. I don't know what that was, but I think you're a very funny person. It's a horrible pod. It doesn't work, so he just. Oh my god! Did I'm saying? And half of that, as if it's the same thing. Um, I need Paige around to explain all my jokes to people. I get him. I, I, Aaron was one of my first friends in college. Hell yeah! Fun fact. Nice. We just high five so, for the we, listeners. No, we just both clapped at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay, ay. This pot has gone off the rails. It has, but um, and into the ice. The uh, oh, <laughs> good segue. I, wasn't even, okay. um, the, I don't have many notes written left on the terror, and I think we d- talked about most of what we could. It doesn't move the same pace as a movie, so there's not as like it's, it's much slow, to talk about it. And not is, in a bad way, obviously. No, it's yeah, a yeah. 10-part miniseries. And I think one of the reasons it stood out to me when I started watching it was because it moved so slowly mm-hmm. that it really does give you a sense of living in this space that they're in. Like, you... They are trapped and stuck, and so mm-hmm. to make you really feel that, you've got to be trapped mm-hmm. and stuck. And so they hold you into some of these scenes for a long time. Yeah, yeah and you're already uncomfortable, as we talked about, mm-hmm. and unsettled, yeah. and it's just disturbing and awful, and I feel gross, but I liked it. <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> I did. Um, fun shit. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought, as you said before, like the editing was probably my favorite part of it all. I just think it was very well formulated and like very well put together. Um, I think the acting's all dope as shit. Um, yeah, the part that was so sad was when uh, the first guy was dying, mm-hmm. and he was like, 
don't tell him that I was afraid. Oh, oh that was so sad. sad. That was sad. It was sadder because you said it in that voice, too. Um, <laughs> That's how we talked. That right? is, absolutely. <laughs> it would be better if everyone had a speech impediment. Um, I'm going to finish this series for sure. Are you, Paige? You're not a big TV watcher. I'm not a big TV watcher. The fact, yes. I'm not going to lie, the fact that I know there's only eight episodes left is encouraging for That's me. That's good. That's I don't good. like getting into something. I don't like getting into shows that are still on the I get air. that. I'm very I don't. I that. like to know what I'm getting into ahead yeah. of time. Um, so the fact that this is only 10 episodes and, um, yeah, I just, I dig that. So I might finish this. I honestly feel like I need to wait a little while because I'm like, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's like, I need to wait until I'm, you know, things are going too well. And then I gotta be like, gotta (laughs) throw my life off balance a little bit by this. (laughs) Gotta bring me back to reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was, I Bring was. back to the ice. I, I think the scariest thing of this show was how just cold it looked. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, and they weren't shivering. That is my one complaint. No one shivers. My, my main complaint with this show is that they take their hats off a lot mm-hmm. in like, when they're like outdoors and like, y'all, it's, it's cold. minus 20. Yeah. The like, water has literally me... frozen around their boat. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so they're like taking is. their hats off, walking around like, oh man, no how's way. it going? Like, they should be like. Yeah. Then, but then, I mean, yeah, I agree. They should just have fewer outside scenes. But they did a lot of other things to make it feel cold. You know, they have, they do a really good job. I really love the close ups that they choose. Mm -hmm. They give you a lot of close ups of like the different aspects of things that would be frozen or things that are hard. The sound design is really good. Sound design is so good. I thought of that with the cross cutting between the ice and. You get the wind, you get the crunch, so much crunching and crashing as just like little things touch mixed yeah. with like a minimalistic sort of score that i just think mm-hmm. highlights like it just is so tense the whole time like there's never a chord resolving in no. there it's just like but yeah it's aesthetically beautiful to look at absolutely and the music was honestly really good and then everything else was just like we're gonna fuck with you and make you hate watching this in a good way. But it's yeah, like, you can't look away. It's like a train wreck. Oh my gosh, I just remembered I saw the scariest thing yesterday. It has nothing to do with this. Was it a train wreck? Natalie told no. me about this. I know yeah. all about this. Yeah. I'm excited to hear scary. about this. Yeah. Post I don't want to ruin yeah. Yeah. the... Um, it just... I remember. Yeah. I think the... The sound design in particular was one of the... Like, all told, you met, you just said that this show is hard to watch. I didn't find it very hard to watch, personally. In that I was really kind of struck by just how well it looked and how kind of, because so much of this, part of the way that they, they hold you hostage in these scenes is that they have really detailed, granular conversations. Like, no one's walking into a room being like, ah, yes, let me lay out the drama that's going on right here. Like, they'll mm-hmm. walk in and be like, your toilet's clogged up. And they're like, okay. Let me fix that. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm kind of tired. Yeah, you're, you're tired too? Okay, cool. Like, they will just, you have to wait your turn to get what's going on. I agree. But even in that scene that you're talking about, there were, like, tiny little things that made me, just, like, made my skin crawl. Like, yeah. the fact that the camera cuts, like, kind of on everyone's last word, like, mm-hmm. back and forth between the people. There was not, like, a moment to kind of catch your breath. And then the weird... They chose these weird, like, almost, like, cowboy shots of the guy walking around, and he was weirdly, like, in the... I don't know. It was just little details that were, like, 
this is not how I'm used to watching a movie. This goes yeah. against everything I was yeah. taught of like, yeah. this is how you make a scene that was unsettling. Not necessarily everything was like disturbing or like yeah. gross, but just everything was like a little bit wrong. Well, and I like what you said about the, the cutting on people's words because they mixed between like someone would be halfway through saying something and they'd cut to the other person and then mm-hmm. they just kind of sit on that person mm-hmm. as they like said a thing and then you're like, okay, and now we cut back. Why are we still looking at him? Yeah. What? Why are we still looking at what's about to happen? Oh, nothing happened. We just got back. Huh. That exactly. was weird. Like, it's, it's just like, little things like that where you're, like, expecting something to happen. And there were other ones, too, where, like, the camera would be moving, and then it would cut to, like, a static shot, a static shot of, like, the other guy, and then it would go back, and it was sort of, like, never sitting still. And, and, I don't know. I have a great example like, of that one. Yeah. So, the... They, when the guy who hallucinates dies, they go bury him, mm-hmm. right? And so they go bury him. They walk onto land. It's a bunch of rocks. They dig a hole. They put drop the coffin in. And as they drop the coffin in, the lid pops off. Yeah. And they're all like, well, shit, the lid popped off. What do we do? And one of them's like, okay, I'm getting in the hole. And I'm going to put this lid back on. And the rest of the guys are like, no, buddy, don't put the lid back on. Don't worry about it. And this, I think, is just, like, the perfect scene to show how this show makes so much tension out of literally nothing happening. Because you watch that scene, and, like, with with the shots that they're choosing of being careful not to show the hole too much and showing a lot of the guys and, like, a lot of the guys looking around, you get this sense that something is either going to come get them mm-hmm. or come out of the hole, and none of that happens. But when... Uh, Hickey gets into the hole to put the lid back on. We're watching from behind him, from above, mm-hmm. which that is another good point I want to bring up in a minute. But there, we're, we're watching behind him from above as he gets down into the hole, and we kind of just track with him as he like starts putting the thing on, and then as he closes the lid, we just get a real jumped zoom of just the guy in the coffin's face as the lid covers him. Mm-hmm. And then we jump back out, and it's just like that never happened. And nothing happened in that shot. He didn't move or anything like that. But we just got this tight of him closing, getting closed off, and then we're back to normal. And it's shot like the rest of the scene is. Mm-hmm. And that jump zoom didn't give us any extra information, but it just was another moment where you're like, uh-oh, is this guy's like eyes about to open? Yeah, straight up I thought it was... I immediately thought it was going to open yeah. in that moment. So I really just like that little example of, of ways they unsettle you. You know what I want? I want to watch an edit of this show with, like, traditional horror movie music in it. Because hmm. it has the same build of, like, a... Because mm-hmm. a lot of horror movies will be like, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, and then nothing happens. Yeah. But it's not the same as this. And those movies rely a lot on, like, music. Or like yeah. the crazy like score is at the forefront, you know, and so I would love to mm-hmm. see someone do that and see if it changes. Just the, the viewing, yeah, you know. Yeah. The other thing I really liked that I thought of as I was describing that mm-hmm. was I love how many overhead shots we get in this show. It gives you a real like this show is all about playing with space in terms of like these guys are crammed into this ship. Or they're in this big open expanse. And so it's kind of using shots to convey the claustrophobia in both of those situations where you get how tight 
these guys are packed in like sardines and so you have these overhead shots of their dinner tables where you're like man that's a lot of guys crouched around this tiny little shot that we're in because you have the the walls of the of the room are in the shot and yeah. so you get just like this sense of everybody crammed in and then the next overhead shot we have is these two boats in a 25 mile and radius. they're totally isolated yeah man yeah it's so true so keep an eye out for that when you rewatch so yeah i'm i'm excited to see where this show goes I yeah don't know. i'm i'm probably gonna finish it and if i do you should too but if not it's okay <laughs> okay um my parents yeah. finish if not it. If, if my it, parents can finish it y'all can finish oh it. I, I yeah <laughs> she's just uh, what's my cart's finished it's, it it's yeah. funny because like shout out shout out to aaron shout parents. out to my mom and dad mm-hmm. they watched the show today fans of the terror friends of Big the fans. terror friends of the pod friends of Huge fans of the pod. Yeah. Listen to every episode. <laughs> they know them all by heart. Yeah. They can recite every them Saw back, movie. Yeah. They can they can tell you every character. Oh, every... remember when we did the Saw movies? That's crazy. That's fun. <laughs> we were kids. <laughs> just, just we children. Then. Just babies. Just babies. Was that even a year ago? I don't even know. I don't know. No, there's no way. We, we were graduating like, at this yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Right. That. Were you well, all in LA? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm we were. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, my room is very warm. Okay. Um. Uh, thank you, Aaron, for being on this podcast and Let's for introducing this final, show to us. Let's give our final yeah. word. Chance, rating, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, closing <clears throat> remarks. I'm going to say, like, a closing tentative, like, 9 out of 10. Just, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there. Yeah, just the two, first two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, yeah. I'm, well. I'm hooked. So, like, yeah. I'm, I'll explore more, and then if I finish, if, like, you don't decide to finish, that's fine. I can yeah, talk with him I'm on, on sure, this, but... but... It's true, you can do a boys club. Boys, speaking of speaking which... Of, such a boys club on this show. Such a boys club. Last week, Aaron, we did The Thing, and there's not a single girl in that These movie. These Arctic expeditions, man. Yeah, These are, so, I know. Uh, That's The Thing. We gotta stop. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I mean, and what's more frustrating is that they do have two women characters, and it is the fiancé who Francis can't get to be his yep. wife, mm-hmm. and the wife of the captain plays a fairly bigger role the, as the series goes the on. The Eskimo girl. Oh, yeah. we'll talk about her. Uh, right, bro. Oh. But the other main female character is the uh, the wife of the captain, who literally the last five episodes is just like, hear me, oh, hear God. me, <laughs> my husband is missing. At yes. least someone <laughs> find my husband. Please, please, please. <laughs> and like, it, it just keeps coming back to her and it's like, my husband. And they were God, probably like, useless. look at this She's strong woman fighting for her, God, so find her dumb. husband. Which, at yeah, least I mean, on this one, it makes sense. Like, they, there wouldn't have been women on this ship. Yeah, the thing it was like, yeah, there's no reason yeah. why a woman oh, couldn't be a scientist so about in the, the 80s. So uh, the Eskimo woman, you want to know what her name is? What they call her for the rest of the show? What? Eskimo woman? No. Eskimali. No. Okay, what is it? <laughs> they call her, which, like, I get it in that, like, this is the name that the guys came up for her, but still, her name Sexy is... Sexy Bones. Okay, I'm done guessing. You go. Lady Silence. Because oh, she doesn't okay. talk, right. and so they're like... Oh, that's not even clever. Oh, and so they're not... just like, I'll bring Lady Silence over here. Yeah. And you're just that's like, not it's even like funny. Tr- it's like trying to, like be like i don't know it feels like weirdly like preachy and like weirdly well, like taking themselves too serious lady silence that's how i imagine them i imagine that the that's time. exactly what it is is yeah. them being like oh yeah look at lady lady silence oh. over it like oh, yeah that makes sense. but she actually does have a pretty sizable role that's in good. the rest of the show um still not enough and i think there's a lot of meat to what the 
women back home have, it is just not the point of the show, though. And so that we cut back to them almost feels like, like, if you're going to cut back to them, give me something. Yeah. And instead, we get, like, a little bit, and in the end, basically, I'm going to spoil this, because this no. is the best part. Spoil, oh, don't, don't do it. It's I just told you spoiler. I'm excited, then, but you just then then you should just it's aren't for say it. her part. It's say it in vague role. terms. It's she goes to a place and she, buys something. Okay, the only <laughs> <then> reason <laughs> no, y'all already saw that. Okay, the only reason that we have like the captain's wife in the story is that she's the one who's like go search for my husband, mm-hmm. and then they go search for her husband. Oh, okay. And, like oh. that's how those guys end up at the start of the story when they're like, oh. Oh, where oh, are okay, they? Okay. That's it. That's all she's oh, okay. there for. And you made it sound like it was bigger. No, yeah. that's why I said like it's technically a no, spoiler. Okay. But no, it's it's nothing. And that's what's so frustrating. It's nothing. Uh, she could have done more. We could have yeah. like seen what the effects of her husband disappearing on her life. And it could have been like all the money in the world. And instead, we just get oh, like this so depressed woman be like, "My so husband Williams trying to get her kidnapped yeah. son." Back. Yeah, it's really it could have been, been that instead. Just a sad, sad lady being sad. Sad lady being sad. Don't lady any, silence. Any more depth to her and a sad no. lady being sad. Lady silence over there. Aaron, do you have final thoughts? A rating Big without fan. spoiling? Ten of ten. Ten of ten. Great, great. Oh yeah, the, the rest of the show even better. Even better. It gets better. Aside from that lady part, the rest of it sure. is good. Aside from the whole no ladies thing, the finale to this and show, all white is men, fantastic. Um, excited to keep watching it. Only eight episodes left. Um, yeah, I like it. I think it's good. My friend told me that if I liked the thing, I would like this. And I think it's sort of in a similar vein. Yeah. Group of dudes. Group of dudes. Doing, doing, doing guy doing stuff. Doing dude stuff. D- dudes doing dudes. Picking that. Dudes and dudes doing dudes. Dudes. There was a, there there was was a dudes a, doing dudes. They suggested a dude was doing a dude. And that one dude, just the most. Okay, so like they, it's like one guy pop like uh, one of the lieutenants. Um, mm-hmm. walks down looking for some, some, uh, what do you call them, Marines? Soldiers? He was looking for, yeah, he was looking for one of the guys. One of the guys. Someone pops out behind like a, like a barrel or something. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, uh, you looking, who are you looking for? And then the other one oh, pops looking... out buttoning his Putting his, like, yeah, whoops, putting his, oh, yeah. And then oh, uh, that second dude is the most confident motherfucker in the world. He pulls out a fucking cigarette. That was hilarious. The first guy's like, oh my God, he's going to go on four months. And he's like, <laughs> And it's I cool. think he was right though. Yeah. Yeah, he was. That was a great that was a great scene. Fun very little. Cool. But I liked it. I did feel very thing like I think it was the thing and it follows. I mentioned how it reminded me of it follows. Um and that one scene reminded me of Alien. Everything else was like What scene reminded you of? With the dude on the table and oh, bleeding and the sure. it was like something's gonna pop out of his chest. Uh, um Cool. But yeah, I think Aaron, thank you for introducing us to the terror. Yeah. Happy to be here. Happy to <laughs> We're happy to have you, bud. Um, aren't you and you and Nat doing some kind of pod? Oh, yeah. You should promote your pod. Oh, God. Yeah. We recorded one episode of a podcast, and that was a lot of work. I hope you just put out the one episode. That'd no, be so funny. I want to come back to it, but yeah, the, the hardest part of it is that uh, I kind of have to like poke and prod Natalie to uh, even watch Reba at all. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a podcast. It's not an easy show to watch. <laughs> it's, a podca- uh, it's a good show. It's a podcast about the television show Reba, and I really like it. And it's more just about, like, life in suburban Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know that. Yeah, we do. I've seen one episode of Reba, so when you guys get to that episode, can I be on it? Of course. We need something to get us to do it, because we kind of were like, 
Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, the fans, the fans want it. Well, no, that's the other thing. Like, I would have done it if somebody had listened to it and been like, "Hey, you this haven't put good. it out." Yeah, yeah we did. No we one told me. Yes, we did. We put no it. one it's told me. I believe it's out there. No one said a word to me. About it's it. out there because uh, I've been saying I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Anthony listened to it and then just sent me like, "Oh, your podcast. You mentioned this thing, and that's not correct." And so, oh, what? Oh, Anthony. Watch tell him what it's Damn called. It. Tell the folk. Tell the people what it's, it's called, called. Where they can find it. A single pod who works too hard. I always have to remember it. <laughs> a single so pod who works too hard. You can find us on Twitter, at RebaPod. You can find us on SoundCloud, which is the only place the podcast is. Okay. And uh, please listen to it and tweet at my girlfriend, at NatPatSays, to get her to record another episode with me. And she's going to listen to this and be like, Aaron's the reason we haven't recorded a podcast. And that's probably true. <laughs> okay. Now the truth. This is it. This is couples therapy with only one half of the couple here. This is we fun. both We're getting got somewhere. busy. Okay. Right, I'm, I'm, you got time now? I'm, we'll get back to it. Y'all yeah. do you. You know, I'm but just, love I'm just a it. patient Reba fan. Waiting for his episodes. I loved the one episode I saw. It was really funny. So it's a good show. It's a good. Do you guys ever talk it. about Keenan playing Reba on SNL? Is that no. everything? Okay. Did you Sorry. know he did that? I did not. Yeah. When they have a Reba sketch, honestly, it's also Thompson. it's also a Reba discovery. Reba sketches. Like we learn a lot. Well, they had it, there was one season where it was like they kept revisiting it. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Oh, very Andy Samberg did a whole song about like being in love with Reba, and then. When Taylor Lautner hosted, that's how long ago this was. I have Taylor a story Lautner. about Reba, actually. <laughs> I, in middle school, it's, it's not, it's, it's a small thing. In middle school, there was this girl I was friends with. I can't even remember her name, but she was like a year old. That girl had a, a crush song. on you, dude, and no, she's heartbroken. No, she's listening right no, now. I don't think so. Hey, um, Chelsea, if you're out there, was that, that her wasn't name? It, no. I thought it was like a curse. Like it was like Jamie or something like that. She was obsessed with Reba. She even, like, kind of cut her hair, I think, a little bit like Reba. She was just, like, obsessed with all her music, her shows, and everything. She's a great, totally sane, normal person. But, Where can I find her? Um, she would, she <laughs> would even run anymore. this podcast. Um, hey, I, hey, Rebecca, if you're listening, <laughs> Chance might not be into it anymore. But but we got an errand for you. But we got a, we got a pod for you. Rachel hit us up. Um, <laughs> Hey, Natasha. <laughs> I can't come up with any names. Olivia, come at me. Come at our pod. Jane. Oh, you're so lame. Uh, <laughs> Get in our mentions. Oh, uh, We've been listening to that song a lot lately. Oh, that's Roxanne good. by the police. Uh-huh. Has a good drum beat. Does this podcast ever end? Or like- <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a problem. That's actually <laughs> something we... Just- we-